420 podcast number 27 again we had some technical difficulties with our last one but we're going to rectify that in class with a beat down yeah it'll be kind of like a bully beat down to some degree um in other news today anna's earned herself three extra minutes you guys will see what that means as we go <laughs> and we'll be turning that one down a little bit. It's moving up in the world. We're little proud. by little. We're proud. Making strides. You're cutting into your minutes, so. <laughs> use them wisely. Where's your timer? Use, <laughs> use them wisely. Words. The word timer. <laughs> All right. Um, going to keep it a little mellow today, little jack. So we're not going to get, like, housed. Maybe. I mean, this one, at least for me, is a little bit mellower, a little bit on the keep it easy side. Well, good, because I've been in Texas this last few days and, you know, haven't really smoked a whole lot. Yeah. I think that's the only downside. Like, I mean, weather-wise, there's some issues with Texas, but, I mean, <laughs> Texas has moved up in my book as far as one of the top places just because they're standing up to so much of this woke fucking craziness. And it's weird because um, a couple friends of mine who actually got me to question my um, perceived liberal perspective um, used to tell me, you know, because I'm a big weed guy and they weren't, but they're like, if you look around at all the places that have legalized weed, that's where, you know, a lot of the most problems are occurring, right? And so... There's a correlation... Yeah, I, I think so to some degree. But that's to me like one of the only downsides to Texas is that mm-hmm. weed isn't legal. Is, so, it, is it like medical and like uh, I think so. Um, I, Houston or Austin? I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, think so. Uh, mm-hmm. right. but, It'll happen know, eventually. Yeah. It's going to happen everywhere. Right? I, I hope more conservatives start smoking weed. I think that then I could like legitimately say that I'm a conservative, but right now I got to be more like a libertarian. Well, it's better, it's better to yeah. be nuanced anyway, rather than yeah. box yourself in some, sure. something. Well, that's good because there's people who would like to, they, they're asking to move everything to Texas. They would love to have a dojo there. That's, well, this mm, dojo. Texas is decent, but there's no snowboarding in Texas. I know. There's not mountains, you know, there's hills, but I'm a mountain biker, I'm a snowboarder. The, you know, that time I spent out, uh, you know, off the grid at my girl's dad's place, Mm -hmm. the, the uh, vegetation is pretty dope though. Yeah. It's like some weird mix between like a jungle, like a tropical thing Mm -hmm. in here. There's like pine trees, but then there's like vines growing up the pine trees. Right. Right. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but they're different. I don't know what kind of pine trees they are. They're the yeah. tall ones. Right. Uh, but the, we uh, have the cone shaped Yeah, ones, yeah. The ones yeah. that like Dolly's always painting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those tall ones. Yeah. Cypress, I think. Yes. I don't know why I know that. Cypress, huh? Yeah. Cipresso. <laughs> so, like oh, okay. in Italy, um, when you go to, like, like, have you been up to the Alps, the Italian Alps? Not really. In that no. area? I, I mean, I, maybe I, when uh, I was young. My dad went there a bunch. He did that, like, thing where you there's like a trail that mm-hmm. goes like over all these mountains mm-hmm. out there it's, it's there's a name there's to a it. lot yeah. of mountains uh, there's a lot of places uh, you heard that, of that? the one that goes up. from Spain, like is it like all the way to no it's all it's only in Italy. is it familiar like if you're up in the colorado rockies do you is it like wow okay that seems the same because like, like for instance when i was in upstate new york going to um my god i think they're 
the Catskill Mountains. Um, but we went to uh, Lake Placid and that area. And the mountains are so different from Colorado mm-hmm. mountains. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's um, even down in Tennessee, I've been up into mountains up around in there. And they're so mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I just imagine like, you know, Italy, the Alps and things of that nature being way more Rocky Mountain-esque than... I think like, it varies mm-hmm. like south and north for sure. Right. Uh, in southern yeah. Italy, it's like a mix of, I would say, Colorado and Texas. Mm-hmm. If you put those together, oh, yeah. it kind of Two of the coolest places. <laughs> <laughs> the dirt is, you know, soil is much more red. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's really mm-hmm. cool. It's okay. That's like deeper, Texas is like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Is it like, is there a lot of rich farmlands and stuff out there, like soil-wise? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a lot of farmlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I went out there once, and, you know, I went to, like, uh, uh, Vinci, right, where Leonardo's from. And it's like a, yeah, no, some Vinci, small town, some yeah. small town in the, in the south. Because right? Da Vinci yeah. means from Vinci. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some of those places. Yeah. Just you know, a, a little bit. Leonardo right. from Vinci. Right, and I went yeah. to Assisi. That place was dope. And when we were there, it was like all fog, right? A really beautiful land. So those mm-hmm. are the places I went that were like outside of. Yeah, there's you know, the a cities. lot of villages. Mm-hmm. Central Italy, northern Italy. Yeah. If you go out to the mountains, there's a lot. There's really and I, the thing I like is they they have a lot of monuments or even if they don't have mm-hmm. monuments yeah, so it, much history. the architecture is really yeah. cool and I think yeah. people care about preserving that there. Right. And well, we don't have that here. No. Everything's drywall, <laughs> you know, and there might be an old cabin mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. So it's right. <laughs> quite different. It feels and it's mostly stone. Yeah. Rocks. It's dope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do Did people you, oh, go, ahead. No, go ahead. Do people camp out there? Like is that like a thing like you know, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. It's not like here. It's not yeah. like an American thing. I'm sure right. people do it, but it's yeah. not yeah, the probably, same. Right. Probably in the mountainous regions. Yeah, maybe more outside like the cities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to travel around the country, like extensively? Uh, not as an adult. When mm-hmm. I was younger, we went to a few different places. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might be over three minutes. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess yeah. I'm just going to have to impose my time here. Um, yeah, no, we went to, like, you know, we went to Naples. We went to Pompeii. We went to, I apparently, so, like, a few years ago when I lived in Milan mm-hmm. for a while, uh, I decided to go to Venice, and I was telling my dad about it, and my dad was like, yeah, yeah, you've been there so many times. I'm like, what? I, I thought I was going there for the first mm-hmm. time, uh, but we used to live, my dad was stationed in one of the military bases up north, mm-hmm. uh, the Air Force ones, and it was like 30 minutes away from Venice. Isn't there a lot of like waterways in Venice and stuff? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's, it's all, all water. No streets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there, there's I mean, like there's sidewalks. some tre- streets, right, yeah. but people travel mostly mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. boat yeah. and little three-wheeled vehicles. L- like, yeah. so what, is there a lot of canals and stuff yeah. that lead you up and yeah. down? But it's uh, very touristy now. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It's not, yeah. like, the people who live there are the people who work there. Mm-hmm. And for the most part. Didn't that mm-hmm. shit just flood up recently? It's always sinking. It's always, <laughs> it's always sinking, yeah. Uh, even in Da Vinci's time, he, like, invented, like, a scuba suit to, like... Oh, really? Yeah, to, like, oh, yes. to go down oh, yes. and, like, you know, and oh. fix the... It's always been sinking, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. was it built then, like... 
with that in mind that it was going to be a waterway area or was it built and then it just started flooding and they got i actually don't know that's a good question all my italian friends would be disappointed in me i don't know i don't know if it was an afterthought or not yeah it's interesting cool yeah i remember going to a church there this is like the time i noticed it most was you go in this church, some old, you know, Middle Ages kind of church, and there's like gold on the ceilings everywhere, you know, paint, you know, every every inch of those churches is like gems and marble and mm-hmm. carved by some artisan. Marble um, is big in Italy, though, even okay. than just living in, uh, in the house. And we have ceramic tiles. We don't right. really, they don't like carpet. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And rich people like import those tiles here, right? <laughs> um, but then right outside this church, uh, I, was, I was reading some history thing about it, was like a slum, mm-hmm. right? So it was like the the poorest of the poor, right? And then right next door was like all the money in the church, which maybe back then I thought was entirely a bad thing. I, I may have different views of that now. Like there may be some, I don't know, there's probably more to that story, but at the time that's what I thought. Man, look at the difference. Right, you right. got yeah. all this mm-hmm. wealth in the church, and mm-hmm. then you got people starving outside. <laughs> right, right yeah. outside, yeah. Like and the gold's just on the ceiling. That's what I thought. I was like, it's <laughs> on the ceiling. Like, you mm-hmm. could, like, get all this food for all these people or something. Yeah, and then, though, isn't sure. that weird, though? Because then it's used up, though, in that one time. This is Exactly. This is yeah, where yeah. I've really changed my um, perspective on things like that. You know, it's like when we talk about you know, welfare programs and, you know, yeah. universal health and those kinds of things. And I think before they sounded like great ideas. And I, I still, to some degree, I'm not like an absolute on one or the other, but then that shit gets used up and people don't necessarily use those as catalysts. They use those as, How much you know, does it really help? Right. They're, yeah. they're mainstay for whatever resource length of time that is, right? And then it's used up and gone. Um, and, you know, with like universal health, right? I mean, the majority of Americans are fat. It's just the way it is. They're overweight. They say like 70-something percent of Americans are overweight and or obese. So when you've got those numbers and we talk about those types of things, right, you can see like, well, that's an unsustainable. How long could you have universal health with that many unhealthy people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so when you look at like churches, mm-hmm. you know, that was one of the big things that led us away from religion. A little pause for a hit in the conversation. <laughs> um, you know, we were Catholic and there was this church that we went to that just did this huge renovation. I mean, millions of dollars into this renovation. And my dad knew um, the priest to some degree, you know, he was friendly with him. And we were just downtown earlier getting some, um, you know, like every once in a while we would get like Mexican sweet bread and, uh, you know, kind of Mexican desserts, right, as a treat. And then we'd get um, some Mexican like barbecue um, that you'd have, uh, barbacoa I think is how Mm. it's called, Mm -hmm. you know, in tortillas and stuff like that. So there was this place down there and there was all these you know really poor people and um you know they're all hispanic mexican that uh kind of group 
toward some of these churches that were down there that were pretty poor. And so my dad asked the priest, he's like, well, hey, you know, we have this multi-million dollar renovation going on here. Mm -hmm. What have you guys done for, you know, people downtown? Yeah. Yeah. And like this was literally when our, um, when my dad gave us a choice if we wanted to go to church or not. And I think this was kind of one of his last straws. And the priest kind of scoffed at him and just, you know, basically said that those are like the little people, you know, almost like, what do we care about that kind of thing? And I can't remember exactly. I just remember, you know, being there and it settled really poorly with my dad. And Mm -hmm. so after that, he said he's not going to be going to church for a while. So if we wanted to continue, we could and he would take us. That did it for him. Um, yeah, that did wow. it for him. Wow. And, uh, you know, he grew up being a Mexican family. You know, mm. he grew up going yeah. to church. He was an altar boy, you know, um, went to private schools, heavily mm. into, mm. you know, mm. uh, the Catholicism. But that kind of sent him... Straw, last on, straw. Yeah, on that course. And, of course, being young kids, when you're given the choice, you're like, fuck, I don't want to go right. to church. Yeah. Especially God, Catholic <laughs> mass. Have you ever been to a Catholic that, mass? I don't think I have. No. It's fucking hard on a it's kid. Like in Latin. That's why you have to be in the choir. And... You get to sing at least. Man, huh. but I mean, can't. you can't sleep. You know mm. what I'm saying? You can't just sit in those pews or hardwood, which okay. now I would appreciate more because I don't like right. so comfortable chairs. Uh-huh. Right. Well, you well, know. Why would you go to church to sleep? When you're a kid. Right? you're a kid, you're like, oh, Did you go to a Catholic church too? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but you're kneeling, you're standing, you're standing, you're kneeling, you're right, singing. Right. So I've heard the argument made, so this is like, I've never been, so it's like, yeah. you know, this is just conceptual to me. But I've heard the argument that that's actually better yeah. for maybe a spiritual experience to happen rather than to always be dumbing it down, maybe that's not the right word, but putting it in the common language, you know what I mean? Which, you know, you would think would help you participate if you know what the hell they're uh-huh. saying, but that there's some some artistic aesthetic uh, that happens by keeping it like that. I would agree. Uh, and, yeah. and looking back at it now, you know, because again, I'm against most things that make you soft, right? Mm. It's good to be uncomfortable for a bit. But, you know, as a kid, right? You don't want to yeah. be sitting on those hard pews that you can't get comfortable <laughs> and then the whole stand. And I, I agree. Right. Yeah. I just think with stuff like that, and same thing in the military, right? Like, I would have been much more receptive if there was a why behind it. If they said, like in the military, when we're fucking back in the day when I was in, we still polished our boots. You know, now they've got different types of boots. But we had black boots and you'd have to polish them. Well, we're out in the fucking field and you want me to have polished boots? Mm. Like, what Mm. the fuck is that stupid shit? Mm. You know, we would do all of this stuff that as a young defiant soldier, Mm -hmm. you don't understand. Mm. And most of our NCOs didn't understand because Mm. they were just doing what they were told. Mm. And it becomes this thing Mm -hmm. that you're just doing Mm -hmm. what you're told. When I got into a different unit Mm. that was more specialized, they told us why. They said, mm. you do that so that you can pay attention to detail, so that you can recognize things mm. that are out of the ordinary. Uh, I, I think you could, you could make that like a, a metaphor for like culture or, or religion or things that you, often you don't know the reason why. I mean, we talked about this. I think I was thinking this morning, m- me as an individual, I think I've gone through a lot of the things that the woke is like going through. Mm-hmm. 
or will go through. Like I, and, and part of it is like questioning everything. Why, why religion? Why one, mm-hmm. why one God? Why limit it? Why, why have a normal job? Why, right. um, why get married? You know, I have a kid, you know, and then when you don't get married, all these problems arise. So then you, you get older and, and you start to see some of the whys of those things that you know and 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 so it's a part of that like you're right like when you're so is young our culture going through puberty right now they say <laughs> so somebody just recently said that um i think it was matthew mcconaughey just said that yeah okay that's a good thing yeah um and it, but there is the, the other part of it is like tradition can get old and stale and mm-hmm. crusty and so there's this other mechanism like I think Jung called it, or maybe it's just like an older symbol where you like rescue the father because mm-hmm. the father is the culture, the sure. symbolically or whatever, right. the, the wise, you know, the wisdom comes through that mm-hmm. energy or whatever. Um, and um, so, yeah, there's a process of like renewing things. But that when that goes out of hand, you destroy everything. Right. Right. Because you're like, why this? Why that? Um, but when you just accept it as what it is, then it becomes like those guys all sterile. Right. Right. Like they don't know why anything and they're just following orders. This is shit, right? one of the mm-hmm. big questions then. Are you guys familiar with Jocko? Yeah. Right. So one of the things I like about, um, I mean, there's a lot of things to like about that guy. But one of the things that I think is a important part of his philosophy is he's very much into telling the why. Because when you understand the why you're doing something, then you can start to come to mm-hmm. conclusions of how to make it better, right? How to improve upon it or what to keep the same. And you're like, yeah, this is great. This is working well for us. And, and that's where I see such a, a problem. Again, going back to the military, it's like, why are you making it just do what I say and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. But, on that, but on that flip side, though, it's like martial arts. This is what I tell everybody when you're starting out white to blue belt and even getting blue into purple to some degree. It depends on the individual. If you ask questions about everything, we're never going to get anywhere, right? There's some things that sure. you've got to say, okay, because I trust this person, I'm going to trust then the direction they're leading me, right? So I get that part. But when you're talking about very key things like don't do drugs okay well why not what is the harm in doing drugs as a kid i don't i mean the only thing i ever remember them saying is because you'll get that fucking they used to call it teeny pp disease right <laughs> you get a small dick <laughs> that'll make some yeah. kids not, uh, and then i appreciate the choice <laughs> well that's what it was called and then um you know that this is your brain on drugs right. uh-huh. you know fucking thing yeah and so that doesn't tell you anything right because it doesn't right. say there's anything. no why so mm-hmm. there okay i hear what you're saying yeah like why why, why really i had that thought too it's hard to because then you see obvious you're a kid and kids are smart and they're like well you drink if i can get drunk right so why can't you smoke weed we, we, like you notice those. why like, can't we do it and uh, i think you know i think that those are conversations that people need to have um yeah, i'm probably good too <laughs> we're like this is gonna be a mellow one and i'm already yeah, getting yeah. pretty high but right. i'm gonna around put this more out. times than usual <laughs> well i rolled it back. 
But, you know, if you understand that why, you get, I think, a, more but of some, an appreciation for something. Yeah, and yeah. so if you tell a kid, look, to some degree, mm. right, this is why you shouldn't do drugs. One, you're a kid. Be a kid. Do kid things. You explain to them what kid things are. But a lot of kids, I think, do stuff like that because they don't do a lot of kid things, right? Mm -hmm. And then, let's say it's weed. I'm not a proponent of young kids smoking weed. But would it be a horrible thing, like, let's say your kid was in sports, whatever sport was good for them and they enjoyed, and they were excelling in that as being a team member. I, I'm not talking about them being a great player. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But if they're a great team member man, they're really getting something that's going to be valuable for them in society, right? If they're coachable, holy mm -hmm. shit, a kid that's coachable is probably got more doors open. So what are you saying? That the weed, than, what is the weed at? So, so this, is, this is what I'm saying. So if, if you're teaching a kid to do those types of things, then if you did find out that they were smoking weed, would it be that bad, mm -hmm. right? And so if, for instance, going back to explaining why, well, you explain to a kid, it makes you unmotivated to not, you know, want to do these other things or, or whatever the case. There's a lot of case. reasons. There's reasons to not do drugs as, Abs as a kid. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But if you, if you can show kids why it's mm. not good and then they're doing the things that, you know, not good to me. So, so this doesn't really change things. Let's say that you guys, two young kids your same age, right? Three, okay, of you guys. And one of you guys being <laughs> you, right, is really scholastic, into school, part of, you know, um, like volunteer groups mm. and maybe art, theater, right. whatever those drivers are, but let's say on the less physical side of something, okay? And you smoke weed, and then you are the athlete guy who does, you know, again, good in school, does all the things that are required, but you're more of the athlete physical guy. And again, you and smoke weed. And you're taking care of business. Yeah. You're, uh, with you're, the athletics yeah. And, and you guys, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm saying you guys have manners. You're not beating people up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're genuinely taught yeah. to be a good person and you're the guy who doesn't do, you don't smoke weed, but you sit at home and play video games all day. And you're kind of, you don't have really I, I, friends, right, right. I, so, which yeah, yeah. is better. I mean, would you right. tell somebody, would you say, well, no, you guys. But so be... what you're saying there, though, is in the in the after effects. So you're not saying to smoke weed. Therefore, right. you'll get good at scholastics and no. athletics. But if so, you know what I mean? So you can't like prescribe it because right. the people that do good might be rare. Mm -hmm. And you might not be able to know if you're well, that kind of person. Correct. And you know so what, what I'm mean? saying is if you teach people like so when we say a why right mm -hmm. if you say because drugs are bad for you what does that mean mm -hmm. right if let's say you smoke weed and phoenix would come up and ask you that question well mm -hmm. you can't say well that drugs are bad for you because they make you x if you're not mm -hmm. x you can't say okay, yeah, yeah. you, you know you what can't i'm say saying absolute ideas right. like that it's absolutely bad or absolutely absolutely gonna do this thing to you right uh, and, and so this is then my perception on it. maybe i'm taking the long way around explaining this because i think this is what works in jujitsu and i'm going to try to do this more in how i teach but try to show 
the things that work, right? Hmm. And then when you can do those things that work, you maybe don't have mm-hmm. to spend as much time talking about the things that don't I work. I think that's the, actually the, the more of the point is, so culture is maybe things that work, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, evolutionarily, again, to go to religion because it's easy because you can like easily think it's a dumb idea, like, reason, like with reason and logic. You're like, why do all these crazy things? Just because it's Wednesday, why do you put ash on your forehead or whatever it is? I don't even know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> I get that right. Ash I get that right. Yeah. Um, so, but but evolutionarily, maybe uh, religion's there because it works, because mm-hmm. it provides something, some sort of benefit that people that didn't have religion didn't get. So then it gets like passed on, or whatever. Um, so I think like knowing the why I think is often harder than people think. Mm-hmm. Like I bet. Uh, I'll just speak about me. I would have a hard time. I do intuit that there are bad things and definite dangers to any drug, even weed. Mm-hmm. My sure, my view. I agree. Um, and uh, it might be hard for me to articulate exactly what those things are. Right. You know, what I mean, like if I were to say something to to my son, I'd probably be like, "It's a danger." Well, you know what it is? Is it's like. Maybe one thing I'd say is is drugs. Maybe people should learn a relationship with drugs. Maybe that's a conversation. Mm-hmm. If we are going to drink and just be fine with that, then we just have to be open to like coffee and weed or whatever, you know, mind altering things, psychedelics mm-hmm. that we do. Um, but it's still hard to say like why it's good or why it's not good. Right. It's hard to because there are like dangers. Right. For sure. Yeah, so going, for kids, going so. back to the military, though. Go, mm-hmm. So let's go back to that, um, you know, polishing your boots. Again, that's a pretty visual thing. Um, and so in basic training, for instance, man, you couldn't have any dust on your boots and every little crevice and crack had to be black and they just had to look sharp. When you got into unit, you know, it, it wasn't... The same. The level was down a little yeah, bit. but it dropped a little mm-hmm. bit. But again, if you're doing that and then you're taken out into the field or whatever drills that you've got to practice paying attention to detail and that correlation is made, it it's more valuable than somebody just giving you the answer by saying because it makes you pay attention to detail. What does that mean, right? You you gotta have the places where it's applied and you know, uh, appropriate. So then when we say kids don't do drugs because you'll X, whatever that is, it still is, I think, my opinion, the lazy way of doing it, right? Because as a parent, I would suspect it would be way better to say, this is what we're trying to do, right? And you show kids, you know, your, your kid, whatever, what we're trying to do. And then, you know, again, you kind of bring it back around and this is why we don't do this so that we can get to these things and do these things well, right? And, and I think with, I, I think what happens, this kind of takes us to the topic that I want to discuss, fear, right? And I think what happens is we're so afraid of failure that there's so many don'ts that give us absolutes. If you do this, you're bad. If you, you know, do this, you're, you're good. And if we give kids again, going back to the drug option, right. Or, or the marijuana, you know, option, harder drugs, I, I think 
maybe need a little sterner hand. But you're not telling them an absolute and you're showing them all the things, you're investing time, you're investing energy into teaching them all these things that are going to be positive and we let them make their own choice, I think most of the time they're going to make better choices. But what we don't do is really teach people how to make good choices because we're very afraid to make mistakes, right? And I think that when we look at school, right, school is a, a, a good example of this, is that it's not really acceptable to fail in school. It's not, and it's completely discouraged. And maybe we're not talking failing a, a grade on your report card or whatever, but all the little failures, because the little failures are what make successes, right? And, you know, I think it kind of ties into this whole conversation of, you know, there's ways that we can address things that I think help people get through those difficult places. And a lot of things that are happening to us, I think is based on fear right now where we can't make good, you know, like choices. And so it puts us, it pits us of this either or, you know, um, mm -hmm. position. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll say something. Um, there's, so even taking it down to completing a single task for a child, like having worked in a preschool, it was a lot easier to get a reluctant child to do something as long as I started basically, I had to persuade obviously, but narrate what we were doing and why we were doing it. They were way more responsive to that than say, no, just go wash your hands no reason no like yeah so do you have to play like a little game well you know to I mean, get it, them to do you it you kind of play that? by ear depending mm -hmm. on the child but mostly i would mm -hmm. just prefer like going through things with them mm -hmm. they liked hearing what was happening why i think it made them part of it a little more mm -hmm. but and then do you visually like was it a visual kind of thing sure. you go and you wash your hands yeah. and show them yeah mm -hmm. yeah i would be doing it while mm -hmm. i would say what it was or you know try to involve them in it instead of just saying no and putting a barrier because then that is something that's interesting we it's like um like denying your right to know or to do something so when you tell somebody no you can't do that and, a, and you tell a child a child what is a child going to do they're going to want to do what you told them not to do why is that we don't like that option being taken away from us. Right. So. Isn't that like a great thing though? Is, I don't know, I'm so into defiance, right? I mean, I really appreciate that being somewhat of a, you know, thing that's ingrained in us. But I am afraid that that is leaving us, you know, to a large degree. Is that, I think you could argue both sides of that one, mm -hmm. right? Um, because at the same time, the wokeness is defying against absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. it, it is main stances. Anything that was the old ways is not cool. You know? Right. If but it's, it's, if it's Christian, if it's but Western, this is the weird thing about it, right? Is it's that scientific. It, it's defying, but it doesn't want any defiance. You, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It, mm -hmm. It's that, that 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like defined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Well, I'm not saying like we need to get rid of defiance because you can tell a child. Well, sometimes you just have to do what you have, like. You just have right. to do it. So and and that so is it's a balance of yeah. those, I think. Yeah. And that is again what what we were saying before, like things that work, things that don't work. So maybe what we're talking about. I like the kid one too. Is it's like it's culture, it's boundaries. So somehow we like if you thought of us as just being born, like we could be raised by wolves, right? And we could like learn how to get up in there and eat like wolves and communicate you know what i mean like or you so so the 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 possibilities of what humans can be is really like endless um so we need like things to like limit us right maybe that's what egos are too right it's it's like you can't just have all possibilities you can never choose anything you can never right. do anything yeah, too many opportunities mm-hmm. and- you're not and, yeah, and so recognize that. Yeah, and so again, like the the father or the culture is that thing that says that these things are good and work, and be this way. And there's like a there's bound as walls, right? And, and but the thing is, some interesting things about that are there's like boundary layers, right? So like liminal things, like they call that, right? Between two areas, you know. So. Even even things like you could look at things symbolically, like migration, immigration is like that. Mm-hmm. It's like this boundary thing, and and you know, especially with COVID, you could say like those people, like it is others are dangerous, can be dangerous because they can bring in disease and kill everybody. We talked about this before, but they can also a new idea could come into a culture and then like make you know revivify things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's yeah that thing about boundaries. So but then defiance though is interesting because. Because it's like, what I like about some things we've been talking about is like, I like um, the little bit of corruption. And so maybe I'm liking more a little bit of defiance. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm liking some of those ideas because it's like, because otherwise you get totalized. You know what I mean? And then, and then you have no options at all. And you're not a free thinker, right? Mm -hmm. If you just like, you know, do what you're told or whatever and stay in those lines. Right. North Korea. Yeah, 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 exactly, right. And they even look like that, right? Like the, the armies and shit, you know? Uh, and there's some, so how about this one? Here's another interesting one. Like, what about like groupthink? So you think about like hanging out here, mm-hmm. right? And we're around kind of like-minded people. So we like naturally filter out things outside of our boundaries mm-hmm. or whatever. We're like, we, I like people that do this kind of shit, who think, you know I mean? You just like resonate with, you know, it's not mm-hmm. like a conscious thing. Um, but the danger of that is you can then now everybody can support each other's ideas and, and now we, the danger of just a group in general is that you get like rigid again and, so, and, and you all think the same thing and you become robots or whatever. So you need a little defiance in there. You need one person around that's yeah. like, Hey, I, I don't, you know what I mean? Even if they're annoying, cause it is going to be annoying. So check this out. This shit. is, this is like <laughs> something that again, I think that martial arts and jiu-jitsu teaches you, right? So, at least in our place, uh, you know, I'm probably leaning towards um, the more conservative of people here, right? And I'm not very conservative. It's just, um, you know, I've I've changed a lot of my views, but there's very liberal people here as well, right? And, you know, there, there's some pretty, there, there might be a couple that I can think of that are more conservative, I guess, mm-hmm. in, you know, um, political siding than, than myself. But we've got people that, you know, I've gone to battle with on ideas where we've mm-hmm. had, you know, full-blown yeah. arguments. 
and people that I agree with. People and you're not that, afraid to do that in front of the group either, or whatever. Well, in front of everybody like working, I, you know. Right, that's but like I think happening. that that's important, right? Yeah. So people can mm-hmm. see that, hey, we can have dialogue. We can even get heated. Like, you know, so many people don't want to talk politics because they're afraid of the fucking, you know, fight. And it's like, for me, I enjoy it. I, yeah. I love it when we get elevated because that means... Again, our role is going to be a little bit harder. You, you know what I'm saying? I For that few minutes, like I, I care about you, but let's say you and I got into this argument, <laughs> right? And we're on the mat, yeah. right? And, you know, but we keep it within somewhat of those bounds. Yeah. Those bounds that we're talking about, I like to jump over the fence every now and then, jump mm-hmm. over the barrier and step out. Right. But like you said, you can't just be everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got to have some level of direction, but... Mm. That means that when we roll, if we have that elevatedness, I care about you just a little bit less that round. I can go a little bit harder. How many opportunities do we get to do that when we're rolling? I'm always really concerned, you know, that somebody doesn't get injured. You know, that's one of the things that's in my mind is like I'm always trying to play it where I want to make it hard enough on you that you are getting worked, but not so much that you're going to get yourself into that you know position when I can let that go you know when it's like ah, okay fuck Justin man he you know whatever cracked me grinded you know mm-hmm. that elbow into my face whatever kind of whether it's a physical disagreement or it's a verbal disagreement mm-hmm. and we start to elevate it mm-hmm. it's right. pretty nice to be in that so you want to be able to do that yeah that's you right. want to be able and to and I didn't mean to those. like accuse like that that's what's going on here or anything no like, no right, right, right. But, but, but so what I'm saying then we go back to political arguments and we go back to these things that defiance we're saying a little dose of defiance is good mm. little dose of violence is good it's mm. fun to be violent right it, it is we play violent video mm. games but you got to place you got a, a jujitsu academy you got a martial arts academy MMA academy Man, you can do a lot of these things that we're talking about in a constructive environment, and then you've got skills to apply them, you know, elsewhere. Because, again, going back to the kid who smokes weed, right? I'm not saying I'm for this at all. But what if your kid's doing good in school? They're, you know, doing some sort of community outreach, and they're doing kick-ass in jujitsu, And you find their bag of weed, yeah, right. then it's fine. That's yeah, okay. then you're then like, like yeah, it's not that right. big of a deal. You know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, what yeah, if they don't do that? Then it's a bigger deal. Then it's a bigger deal, right? <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing about our Like, I would be terrified for my son to smoke weed. He's already in his fucking basement room all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like, no, we're not. We need to make some adjustments. Yeah, yeah. But, know. you know, again, it's... Um, when, when we talk about applying that into other places... If you're capable of doing those things, then it's pretty acceptable. Do you guys know who Dinesh uh, D'Souza is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's um, this, he, he's a real conservative, you know, um, contributor to what, the Daily Wire yeah, or something? I think he's, maybe he's a part of them, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, he goes to college campuses and he talks. Um, and so there was this one kid, and I think this was a recent one, I, I don't know. But he was saying how that we're living on stolen land, right? And that we should be paying reparations and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So this is what Dinesh had said to him. He's like, well, you're at, this was a pretty prestigious school. He's like, 
well, why aren't you leading the charge? You know, like, why aren't you doing it? Because you're going to a presti- prestigious school. That's a privilege, mm-hmm. right? He, this kid's a white kid. You know, he's one of these woke white kids. And Dinesh is asking him why he hasn't given up his stuff, why he hasn't paid reparations. And he's like, people like you like to have everybody else pay the reparations, but not you. And Mm. so, you know, tying that to what's happening in the world, that's what's going on with a lot of people is that they're wanting to point fingers, but they're not really in the fight. Mm. And when you get into the fight and you know how to fight, then you much more respect the other person that you're having that fight or disagreement with, right? And so we could apply that, again, into anything. If we're political, you know, we have this political disagreement, right? You and I on the mat, getting physical, and then, you know, you know and this is kind of, I think, would be one of the fun things about doing like a role or something before a podcast or whatever. But then we're going to have a very different respect for one another when we're talking, right? Because maybe you kick the shit out of me and you're like, man, I kicked the fucking shit out of that guy, but he just kept coming. He just kept coming. He didn't quit. I had to like about rip his head off to make him tap, right? You have a way different respect for somebody that, you know, you get on the mat and they're like, well, okay, but we got to go easy today because I got a little injury here. And then, you know, they're like, okay, go slow and they start going hard on you and you know what I'm saying you're not going to have a whole lot of respect for that person who doesn't Hmm. you you know get into that mix that same way and I think that that's like I was telling these two groups right I had been approached to um, help train this group and um, this was when Antifa and all of that stuff was going around and you know I opted not to but what, what I jokingly said was what we need to do is get like five of you guys and five of these Antifa guys and bring them into my gym and I'll, you know, get a couple of my guys so that we make sure shit doesn't get Nobody out of hand. Gets hurt, and right. we go through a friendly mm-hmm. or even to some degree unfriendly right. match, yeah. but guaranteeing that it will be way more friendly when you leave than when you mm-hmm. enter it, right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So what about like... Um, how that applies to just like have, talking to people who have like a different view, like how, like why it gets so out of hand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, between two people or maybe on the flip side of how two people could think differently and be able to actually talk about it. You know, there's, I, 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 you know, me and you have talked about this a lot. Like, why is it so hard to have convers, you know, I, why do people not want to talk politics or religion and things like that? Because it gets so, you know, weird, you know. And I'm, I'm always like, and sometimes I think this is even maybe too far. But sometimes I want, I do want to like, I wonder about everything. I want to know the why about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like why, why is that true? You know, why, why do we do this? Why do you think that? Um, like recently, like I don't know how this happened, but when we were in Texas. I'm with my girls dad and his boyfriend and my girl and, and uh, um, the kids too are in the car mm-hmm. um, and abortion comes up <laughs> and I'm like in the back just thinking no, I'm just not going to say anything <laughs> everybody's agreeing so I'm just not going to say anything and then someone said something that I was just like man I just don't understand that I, you know someone said something that was like an absolute I don't know if I, I don't know if I even want to say what it is to get into all that but um, 
and I just I couldn't help I almost couldn't help myself. I was like I, I don't I don't I don't know. I just like, don't understand right. that. I don't I don't understand yeah. why that's a thought or why that the opposite isn't also logical. Like I could I could even go there. Like maybe I could see both sides. At least I could see that side. And so I said something and it was okay because everybody's logical and you know, everybody loves each other and stuff. But there was like tension. It made things tense. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's things even between me and my girl, like we disagree about it, about some stuff. I'm just I'm just talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, what about this? Right. You know what I mean? And and like Well you're it sounds like you're openly challenging your mm-hmm. yourself or your knowledge or your morals. Yeah, yeah, and I and I overdo it. And right. well, and but people I do don't it. like their own stuff being questioned, I think. And that's interesting. Yeah. And that, because that is interesting. they're afraid mm-hmm. to question it themselves, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and maybe you should be too, though, again, to like think about, like, we don't know why sometimes. You know, we don't know why this tradition's there. So, so you know, like, I, I used to be question everything mm-hmm. and just, like, pick it apart, you know what right. I mean? But now I'm like, oh, oh, wait a second. That's also can go too far. Well, well you know right. I mean? Don't, don't yeah, yeah, you yeah. think, though, that it's questioning, like, the big things, right? The important things, the, mm-hmm. you know, right. the we, drivers of your life. We, it can spiral out of control, right. for sure. Which... But we should do it, though. And I don't want to say that right. either, that you shouldn't question, right? Because that's important. Because then, like you're saying, maybe, and I, I hate to be, like, accusatory of this, but I'll, I'll go there. Like, maybe the reason why some people get really heated is because they haven't questioned those things about their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this, like... Uh, it becomes like an existential like threat, mm-hmm. right? Like even again, like this idea of like living by lies, that whole thing, and that's how it happened in like Korea and stuff, North Korea, China, Maoist, right? Is like people start to like lie to themselves, right. and, and, and at first it's just to yourself. You keep you just don't say the thing out loud. Like that one chick, whatever. I, I can't remember. Yeah, yawn me. Yeah, yawn yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, she was saying, ah, dang it. Um, her book is great. Like, okay, have you started to, yeah. to read it? Okay, yeah, awesome. I just uh-huh. listened to the podcast with Lex Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard most of it. Ah, so mind. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh-huh. But I think. Oh, I remember what I was going to say, but go on. Well, I, was, I think what you're getting at was like how she was saying her, her grandmother was like yep. the generation that became brainwashed, for lack of a better term, but. She was saying, like, she had the memory of what it was like before mm. North Korea became what it was before. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah just... Uh, so she knew the difference. Yeah, she knew. I, I was thinking of, like, how her mom said, your words are the most dangerous thing. Mm. Well, before she would go to school. She wouldn't say, watch out for cars or, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? She was like, be careful what you say. Because if you say the wrong thing, they you know they cast you out for eight generations or whatever it so, is so Your right family, so you know I mean? <laughs> this is what this is one of those things that you would want to question you, you know what mm, i'm saying mm. is you would want to question if somebody says you know we're going to censor right but then the, but the, then, the past president right uh, we're, okay. we're gonna we're gonna quiet them so many people went along with that without questioning it exactly and yeah, yeah. those are things that you got to question these big things these big mm. like pillars of your your belief 
systems mm -hmm. and but society. they creep in right don't they like creep in like it's like well like like it's like little things mm -hmm. like little things happen and you're like oh, that doesn't really matter should i care about that well, i might think it's wrong right i'll bet a lot of people don't even think about it but i feel like these things like creep in yeah. Yeah. and then like boundaries are, are broken down like slowly and over time you mm -hmm. know and so then people like just to make it like the personal level is you culture kind of censors you a little bit mm -hmm. you're it's not cool. If you say something outside of some range, you might get some heat. Like, right. and everybody's on social media and they're, you know, connected to all these strangers and shit. Right. So you get like instant feedback. So there's all this pressure to like, so, so maybe, maybe you know some things are even wrong or you, you have that intuition, but you feel that social pressure to like not say that out loud. But then over time you almost like start to believe that thing. And then it becomes that like, like a lie that you don't know you're lying. You're, you're lying to yourself mm -hmm. as well as to everyone else and all this stuff that happens because of that. Yeah. You know, and that maybe that is like happening. And, and so, so those people, huge. yeah, yeah. So they're not examining that stuff. So uh -huh. maybe would you, do you think that like, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like it, questioning, having conversations with people, learning how to, to think and have your thoughts in contest with other thoughts that that like provides some sort of like um like a like a guard against like lying to yourself getting to that point where you like get like overtaken by like an ideology mm -hmm. you know do you think that that like prevents that 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 you know if you actually question your thoughts does that help you not be overtaken by that stuff? well i, I think so. it help can help confirm it right i think it or it can help you yeah not get overtaken mm-hmm yeah, it's gonna do one or two things. Yeah, you could right? help you confirm. Oh, you uh -huh. either you either back it up with logic mm. by questioning it, and it yeah. becomes a real thing, or or yeah, or you, uh -huh. you and you should test those. it, right? That's like the science thing. It should yeah. be like uh, empirical or whatever. So you, that's one thing you do though. Is you at least test your friends. I mean, I think honestly, there's a lot of that stuff we don't know that's happening all the time. Like if you say something dumb or. Uh, I don't know over the line or whatever usually your friends like call you on it by making fun of you right and so you naturally get like you know steered yeah 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 a bit right and hopefully there's some sort of collective like logic or like you know hopefully there's some intelligence to like the, the, the culture the your community Man, I just don't see the intelligence mm. going on today <laughs> yeah, yeah. did you hear about that uh, thing since you've been traveling where the president said something to the effect of going door to door to inform people about vaccines i did hear about that yeah. isn't that insane it's crazy I mean, to me to see threaten nukes on the american population <laughs> twice it's yeah, so like ridiculous a, it doesn't matter if you have guns we have nukes uh, oh, oh right 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 <laughs> uh, yeah and just he doesn't say it well you know, he doesn't say. say I get the well. argument, but he just doesn't say that well. It's it's a really flawed argument. Um, the whole thing, the argument being that like, why have guns? Because like a, a small guerrilla militia could never stand up to something right. that has nuclear weapons As and like drones and shit. The Afghans are standing up right, right now, and, <laughs> and it's always happened in history. Right. right? I mean, like, look at how even the Civil War, right? Even the, or, uh, the Revolutionary yeah, War had. That's why Mel Gibson was that Mel Gibson Vietnam. movie or whatever. Um, Patriot. <laughs> Patriot. Patriot. <laughs> and Nam, um, yeah, right. Yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, those, those dudes are all guerrilla warfare, like, yeah. in the fucking jungle. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. I've had a, right. a few people say that to me, that, you know, what are we going to do? You know, people, you know, they were anti-Second Amendment mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. of that shit. And they're like, oh, what are you going to do when they come in with 
X. Mm-hmm. You can't fight that. And it's like, dude, look around at what is going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, ISIS and was really small. Right. And they mm-hmm. put up a hell of a fight. And maybe if, if you had that conversation with that person, maybe both of you could like, because there's other truths in there, right? There's also like, maybe it's good to know about this power of the state and like what that military... Yeah, you know I mean, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so like if you argue with someone across the other side, you might get a better idea of what that is. So, it, it, well, you know. that's where somebody though challenges their mm-hmm. beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. They believe, okay, if somebody believes yeah. that you cannot with AR-15s, you know, the the lame term that everybody uses is assault rifles. Yeah, okay, so right. let's use that for mm-hmm. you know argument's sake, just for a second. So. Their our argument is that you can't, you know, defend yourself against the government tanks. with just assault rifles because they've got tanks and they've got planes and mm-hmm. all of that. So let's say that's, you know, someone's stance. Well, okay, then if you're going to have that stance, if you're going to make that, you, you know, the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment, right? We're not talking a small side, you know, level important thing this is one of the pillars of our constitution in our society so if somebody's taking up that stance that they're against the second amendment they think that only hunting rifles or things like that should be legal low capacity firearms it's like okay great read history get get some knowledge and then come back and support your argument right mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. that's where we should definitely challenge ourselves but yeah. too many and the people other thing would be don't. yeah they don't but but you would maybe these are good like you know these are the good ideas like the the one being to like think about things and to have right. ideas like be in conflict with other people's ideas um, but then you respect somebody right who comes to the table and still believes that but they've got all of this whether it's data or whether they've got you know a good supporting you know like argument for their position they've got a strong position to influence you mm-hmm. without trying to manipulate you or without mm-hmm. trying to threaten you or you, you know what I'm saying do something like that there's no threat of being like doxxed or being you know mm-hmm. censored yeah, yeah, being, yeah. there's you know, like a yeah there's a there's a, a right. zone you can make right where and then you like, can yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. that person mm-hmm. and you can an have octagon yeah of a <laughs> or right so how do uh pillars of society become pillars of society well i think how we were talking about Mm, so we were talking about corruption right to some degree we're talking about defiance well that was that's a pillar of our society whether we want to admit it or not is defiance Mm. and that's where took off from even like left fucking europe we're like like, peace out we're going the fuck out of here nowhere right right? (laughs) and we've gotten better and better you know as far as i mean we are the most free nation in the world that's ever existed. That's just the facts. So at least that's a significant nation. I mean, you might say that there was other types of nations, like a Indian nation, so to speak, that was more free. Okay, well, we can argue stuff like that, but it wasn't the United States. It wasn't the melting pot of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the U.S. is definitely unique. Mm-hmm. Right. And it came off of these things. We don't want to admit or appreciate well fuck yeah there was corruption corruption helped build this country right some corruption's good mm-hmm. violence fuck violence i mean 
people like like there's this big argument right now you know with the fourth of july independence day you know there was several people that are saying um this is stolen land we stole it from the indians yada 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 yeah, and it's like year, yeah. indians man and i fuck i respect the fuck out of warriors that's just mm-hmm. where if i idolize anything that's what i idolize is that like mm-hmm. just spirit so you know they had some of the fiercest greatest warriors that have existed and all kinds of beautiful but, culture too right right yeah. but they were also savage as fuck to one another mm-hmm. i mean and they would be conquering each other just like everybody else conquered. on earth right i mean <laughs> that's just the way it is so violence is a part yeah. of what right. has brought us here but, but it is interesting i think it's you know it's coming up now so it is interesting like Maybe the conversation, that conversation is like, how much are we responsible for our ancestors' sins? Like sins of a culture or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Or, you know, and, you know, like, I mean, maybe maybe it's just good for those things to come up. Every, like, you know, you got to let a little of that in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they might talk shit about Christopher Columbus and call him a colonizing, raping, right. whatever. But there's probably good aspects to them too, you sure. know, um, or good aspects to what happened. Yeah. Right. But maybe like Thanksgiving, you know, it's it's like a legend. So maybe it's cool that I mean, it they're they're being fed by the Indians, so it's kind of like in the legend, mm-hmm. right? Like the pilgrims, it's like a they like swapped. Yeah. Right. Crops and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like a they're eating together. That's like a symbolic thing. Right. And and there was like horrors and shit and like I read something about like what happened up to the thanks the actual thing or like something they thought maybe was the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, and all I remember is like uh, it was a tribe that was like decapitated all kinds of people's heads and there was like heads all over pikes so even when they like found this place I think there was some battle some war I forget if it was like pilgrims and natives or natives and natives or whatever but everybody was gone and yeah. then like people came through that town and they just like heads on spikes and just dead people everywhere, you know? So yeah. there's like horrible things that happen, but good things happen as a result too, right? right? Like if you, you know, if you want to name all the virtues of, you know, the U.S. and whatever happened here, you know, all kinds of cool shit happened right. here. Like all kinds of badass music was invented here. All, you know, I mean, so many things have happened here. American movies, Right. You know, mixed martial arts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you know, it was uh-huh. badass in Japan. It was, you know, badass mm. in these other places. But right. UFC nice. yeah. is, man, yeah. where it all right. kind of came together and got yeah. that. And you could you can name you know, it like Jazz, Coltrane, right. Miles Davis. You right. know what I mean? Uh, even the drum set. The drum set. Nice. Uh-huh, nice. Yeah. Rock, metal, fucking all kinds of like all drum and bass, electronic music, mm-hmm. you know, grunge, you know. Yeah, um, R and B, hip hop. Yeah. I mean, come on, right? So, so you, you gotta see the virtues and the sins at the same time, and maybe it's like a little bit. You gotta let a little bit in. A little bit yeah. of corruption might be just recognizing, yeah, that stuff's true. Like slavery, yeah, yeah, um, it happened. You know, but look yeah, at yeah. where we're at today. I mean, I don't understand how people can be saying that reparations need to be made. I mean. Everybody has made reparations. We're the again the most free yeah, country, it. accepting country in the world. We've had a black president. I mean the so the all those black conversations culture, are yeah, yeah they're really deep. They're they're big. So right. even just that reparations argument is like 
Right. Yeah, it, it's like to it. that's what it took to get us to this point. Why are we going to belittle it? Why are we going to belittle the sacrifice that was made by slaves, you know, um, by people who died in these wars, right? I mean, the Civil War, shit. There's a lot of white people that died in that war. So, you know, there's been sacrifice from every culture, from every group. Um, and I think it's important for us to, you know, like appreciate what has gotten us to the point that we're at. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's built off of, in some regards, you know, a lot of negatives, right? It's still created where we're at. We can look back and learn yeah. and try to make sure we don't make that same mistake. So kind of back to where we started, where you got those, all these things work, right? That's what, all these things are what birthed hip hop or what helped, you know, that happen, right? So, um, and maybe we don't know, maybe we don't know why those things work, but we got to recognize that those things are there. So now everybody wants to like tear it all down. Right. Right. And while they want to knock on your door mm-hmm. and convince you to take a vaccine. I mean, yeah. that is fucking insane. Did you like, cause you're probably the youngest, right? How old are you? She, she's younger. Okay. So you don't know that. I do know that. <laughs> For a fact? Yeah, I'm like three years older than you. We've talked I'm, about this. I don't remember That's this. how I know. Anyway, cool. You're did you saying. guys learn, like, did you guys read 1984 or yeah. Animal Farm or any of those Actually, dystopian books? Not the full books, though. Yeah. I read 1984 a few times. I've never read Animal Farm or uh, The Brave, Brave New World. World. I never read that. Yeah. I need to. But, like, these things, back in our days, would have been just thinking about it, you'd be like, what? The government's not going to come to my fucking house. Whether you were a Democrat or a fucking Republican, those would be shared common beliefs. And now those same people are a lot of the same people who are pushing to have somebody come to your house and convince you to take a vaccine. It's fucking Yeah, so the other thing that's happening is like, I think when, so again, with the boundaries and stuff, I think maybe what that allows is some like Jordan Peterson kind of stuff. Like right. order is in the inside of those boundaries. And outside is chaos, which is sometimes good because new things come out of chaos, right? Right. Um, and then what hap- what's been happening is a lot of chaos, right? And mm-hmm. so the natural reaction is for a lot of order, mm-hmm. right? Which gets, that's where, the, maybe that's where like, like Nazis and shit happen is because shit gets chaotic. Like you're right. saying, like the money system falls apart. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I don't know, fucking a, a epidemic. Do you, you know? think, so do you think it's coincidental? Do you guys think it's coincidental? All these factors happening at once, or do mm-hmm. you think it's a strategic design? I, 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 yeah. that, that, that's, that's the part I struggle with is because I try not to be conspiratorial and in the way I think about things, which when I was in my later teens, I was heavily conspiratorial minded mm-hmm. and it became, it can become dangerous where you just, you look at every little thing and there's Especially like, with YouTube, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And, and I was like, you know, yeah. when YouTube was just starting to really yeah. explode and there was, there was no filter on anything. So it was like, I, I would go down these rabbit holes and the the shit that scares me though is how much of the things I heard predicted that I'm seeing before my eyes now things that I had contemplated at, you know 10 even 15 years ago like 
as a young kid, I questioned a lot. Like I, I, I remember one of my my best friends growing up saying I had a knack for making situations awkward because I, I would call people on their bullshit. It's just always been a thing. I just I, you can see it in somebody's eyes when they start flinching and they're fidgety in movement, like looking around, and I would just try to call people on their bullshit. And what I think, uh, I just got way off track. What was the question again? Conspiracy yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. natural? Yeah, right? yeah, well, yeah. So I, <laughs> I think naturally, like the questioning mind, like well, strategic design versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. then I, I gives it a better. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm negative. Where I was going with that was naturally my questioning mind looks at at what's happening and it and it starts to see patterns that have I think become they were very gradual probably in the early to mid 2000s or well I say mid of mid point of where we are um but I feel like things have ramped up so much in the last two to three years that it it starts to feel like things are by design because it it's like um I don't know. How could it all happen? That's what it looks like, though, in yeah. hindsight. It's just like, how could all these things what you not think? be designed? Well, if right? there's always someone better than you, then there's always someone with more power than you. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's all strategic. I think it's partially strategic. Do you think, like, it was maybe um, opportunistic? Like, yes. you know, there's, like, this idea that maybe somebody yeah. has, and then... And that's what I mean by something. Yeah. yeah. It's probably all the things. Like, one thing I, just what the question makes me think, it's like, you know, when you, like, I don't know, if you smoke some weed, maybe this happens, and you get, like, paranoid, and then all of a sudden you see all the patterns. You're like, why did that dude just look at me like that, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you start to make connections, which maybe not exist, but they also yeah. exist. Like, I heard someone say that paranoia is actually, like, a really aware state. Mm -hmm. Like, you're noticing everything. The car's yeah. outside. It's you know? great for rolling, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, when you yeah, get yeah. into that state. But, right. but sometimes you give it the wrong value. Yeah. Yep, yep. So you overestimate things, or maybe you underestimate things when you're not paranoid. But So if I look at this situation... That, that's what I see, is it's like there's patterns to be found, yeah. right? And maybe they're intentional, maybe they're natural, maybe it's a combination, uh, incentives. I even like, just for fun... But the, don't you hmm. think it's hard, though, to... I don't know, do you think it could be coincidental? Do you think those many things could... Well, what is the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, all kinds of crazy shit happens, you know sure. what I mean? And, like, you know, sometimes three crazy things happen at once, mm -hmm. you know? And what is that? I mean, maybe yeah. there's even meaning in that. I could go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. maybe, like, miracles and, like, there's some... Sure. You know, there, you know what I'm saying? Like, is, <laughs> wouldn't it be weird that, like, the miracle, let's just say the uh, miracle of pharmaceutical companies. And I, I know pharmaceutical companies do a great job in putting out medicine and things mm -hmm. that help people right. and i also know they do a great job in putting out medicines and things that harm people right, right? and make a ton of money and make a shitload <laughs> but that's the thing and get everybody to those mm -hmm. they make a shit ton right. of money so do you think then coincidentally that this was just one of those things that again gave pharmaceuticals as a for instance oh, right, on right, this. Right. Uh -huh. I mean they're gonna so, make so much more so money, they right? get they win mm -hmm. the lottery twice just coincidentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah I well mean, but maybe when you're when people are I mean maybe there's some some uh critique of like capitalism mm -hmm. and stuff there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just trying to make money. Sure. And, well, uh, yeah, right? And like they're well, just taking advantage of opportunities no, see, I don't to do think, so and shit. See, 
Uh-huh. Yes, I think that on one side, if it's coincidence, right? They're just trying to make money. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to help because we're going to put this vaccine out, but we're going to make a fucking killing off of it. Mm-hmm. Or the other side that they're making money, but they're like, we're going to force you to buy our fucking product to take or our product. Or they just benefit from that situation, right? Like they, extremely. Yeah, like they, there's no, uh, the laws are taken yeah. away or the liability or whatever. Right. So they do benefit from it. So in hindsight, that's the thing about hindsight though. Yeah. Like once you see it happen, you, you can never know. And then yeah. I, I'm, I'm convinced there's dark shit going yeah. on at high levels. Like I think narcissists get fucking put at the top. Mm-hmm. I think it, even though I was talking with someone, even in like the activist movement and all that stuff, all yeah. the crazies, we were talking about extremists before, mm-hmm. we always hear them. I think narcissists get like raised yeah. in, in some or of these you, like, cultures. Do you cultures. think well, that... Don't uh-huh. they do it themselves though? Like, yeah, they do it themselves, that, but, but the system yeah. fits them. Uh-huh. The system benefits a person that is like that. But that's uh-huh. being opportunistic, right? Yeah, and maybe, and the more you are a sociopath, the more opportunistic you are. Like, I'll dump oil in that fucking lake, right? And then, you know, you get the fucking Lamborghini, right? That happens. You're like, I'm just not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to drink water from that lake. Right, right. Like, that shit happens. You know, all that kind of dark stuff is in there. Also, at the same time, there's people that think they're doing good. Yeah. That, that... You know, worldwide epidemic, hundreds of millions of people are dying. They think they're doing good. So maybe like all that stuff at once. And how can you ever know what's true? You know, like how do you know? more than three medications at once with so, side mm, effects. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Don't know where those chips are going to fall. Yeah. Um, I personally like it's it's interesting that conspiracy theories now are both more popular and more like derided on or whatever. They, mm. People think it's like epidemic or something. Yeah. But I always had fun with them. I yeah. can I can get into one and leave it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I can like and have fun with it. Yeah, I can have some because fun with it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you, you can appreciate to some degree whether you're against it or for it, whatever. The like, you know, uh, at least in this right. If this is a real, you know, thing that if if you're a conspiracy theorist and it's like really that's the intention of what's going on man you can look at fauci and be like god damn that evil motherfucker Mm -hmm. he really Mm -hmm. pulled that off or you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you can Mm -hmm. see like Mm -hmm. an appreciation for it you know like as far as a well thought out Mm -hmm. plan even Mm -hmm. if you're against it Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. hitler was brilliant in the beginning Mm -hmm. right when he was listening (laughs) to you know, Jocko was actually just talking about this recently with Lex Friedman, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's saying, yeah, when he was listening to his generals and interacting with them, uh-huh. you know. That, oh, okay. He had yeah, some of the yeah, his brilliant, leadership, good leadership. Yeah. Um, just the strategy of yeah, yeah. the Blitzkrieg and, right. and those things. Yeah. But then as he started to get too, you know, weirded out, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, what happens, yeah. Yeah. I always figured the, all those people are super intelligent. Yeah. Right? All of them. Lennon, Mao, uh-huh. Pol Pot, fucking whoever. Yeah, you can't you know? be. But yeah. do you think Biden is super intelligent? No, I don't. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. it's like maybe he was at one point. Right, but yeah, yeah nowadays, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you can't even you can't even put him on that list with yeah. Mao and Pol Pot and those guys. You're like, no, he's uh, on That's the what dumber. Makes it more scary. Is it's like it's hard to tell if it. I mean, it's it's even more scary that that it's maybe not calculated. That he's just maybe making. 
terrible decisions because just he's blundering along. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But I it, think he's got people controlling him, right? Yeah, I mean, it seems, seems that way. Likely. It seems that way. He's yeah. just the mm-hmm. the nice old. So maybe they were going for like, we'll make him seem like a grandpa, so you get, you know, that like, um, what would you, that adoring effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Emotion. Oh, we just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> America's rebounding. Rebounding from like no it's like a rebound oh man oh, oh yeah i was, from, I was hoping from, from we were day, gonna you know, rebound Trump, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, can gosh. i take it back to the fear thing yeah mm. just I think curious it. what everybody's deepest fears yes are. Oh, take it back <laughs> come on you're first about it nope <laughs> no. i will not be three minutes first. three minutes go <laughs> <laughs> Deepest fear? Yeah, like what do you fear? What's mm-hmm. things that, you know... Um, like the most? Yeah. yeah. Deepest? The most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really hard thing to, it's a hard thing. to it's a hard figure out. thing to articulate. Mm-hmm. Like what, what things are you afraid of? Uh, so I purposefully didn't think about this beforehand. Uh-huh. But, you know, so I, you know, maybe death would be my first one. Uh-huh. Like everything surrounding death and end, mm-hmm. you know. I also think I'm like afraid of a lot of things. I think yeah. I'm a fearful person. Honestly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think uh, I worry a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I. I think I have a hard time. It's a constant challenge, a struggle. I'm. I. I uh, you know, like I struggle with depression and that dark kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like. I, uh, at the same time, I'm always like willing to try things. Like I keep, like I, I, I can build habits and things that make me, uh, be able to like do things that make me uncomfortable and that scare, that scare me. Cause how about that? Is that part of being scared? It's just like, are you scared to roll? Cause you know, it's going to suck. You know what I mean? Is that fear? Is that like a little bit of fear? scared are a little bit different. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Go for it. What's the difference? Well, just to me, like the, the things we fear, like. Well, I, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just thinking about it on a deeper level because I guess he can be... Uh, they're technically the same thing, but it's just... I liked... Uh, there's that one line by Hannibal Lecter uh, in uh, The Red Dragon. He's like, he's like, you're not a, you're scared, but you're not a coward. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I, I dug that. It's like, because honestly, yeah. shit's scary. Yeah. Right? So, but do you face it anyway? Because yeah. well, it's not about not being afraid, so right? So things that we don't face well you, you well I, you know that, I think there's some truth in that too actually like you're mm-hmm. scared of the things you put over there that you don't want to like deal with mm-hmm. you're scared of that shit yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like sometimes there's something you, you you know you should be doing you're just not doing it yeah. like why aren't you doing that thing? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean because you don't want to for some reason you know what I had this I don't know if I could insert this in there I had this dream once and uh, I'll just go to the end you know, some interesting. I, I made a painting about it. It's pretty dope. Voldemort was in it and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at the end of the dream, there's this dragon like destroying this house. It's like this giant wood old house, and like with the swipe of the tail. You know what I mean? Like half the house is like you know, like a giant yeah. dragon. And I have a sword, and I'm like walking up to the attic. It's it's has destroyed the top of the attic. Yeah. Right. And so there's the roof is open up there. Yeah. And I'm walking up with my sword to battle it. 
and I'm like right about to like open the door to go through and I run away. Yeah. And I say like a little baby, like a fuck, you know, I say, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, you know? And I like repeat that like over and over again as I like run away. Yeah. And I was like, wow, man, such a fucking symbol of like that little kid shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like everything that my kid doesn't want to do, I feel like that's what it is. I don't wanna, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that's good is hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you have to get the fuck out of bed. You got to like clean your room. You got to take a shower. Yeah. You, know I mean? <laughs> you got to like face all those things. Right. And, and but that's that thing. Like I do that. I, I need to like schedule. Maybe I got to get a surgery on my knee mm-hmm. and I keep putting it off. I don't want I don't want it. Maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, like, uh, this sounds like uh, this I wanted to say earlier, too, is just a pattern or something that I wonder you know, if you do something the same way over and over again, you kind of forget. It just becomes a mechanical. Like, you kind of forget why you're doing it. Right. So maybe, you know, um, it's challenging it as part of remembering why that is, you know, why that is a way Absolutely. or why that works. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think that keeps things from being rote, you know, so in jiu-jitsu right the the least desirable place for people to be is doing something over and over and over again but that's how you get good but not if you look at it as being rote you know where it's just i'm doing the exact same thing and i gotta do fucking 200 of these right but if you every few you start challenging why you're doing that you, you know you keep it from this perspective that is constantly honing i think so i, I think that's Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legit. Mm-hmm. As far as fears. What is yours? Know. Talk to us. We're like your counselors. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if that's uh, something How do you I would feel want. about fear? <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> you don't know. Like, you guys are fired. <laughs> fears. That that's a very heavy question. Like if you want like a real answer, I think we need a whole yeah. episode for a it. Whole episode. <laughs> All right. So our next episode is Anna's fear. Anna's yeah. fear. <laughs> Her alone. <laughs> <laughs> episode twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, like what you said about the dragon, that's um, kind of what I see. Because I was questioning this. I've been thinking about this for a while. Because again, what I see going on right now is fear. Fear all fucking over the place. Fear of coronavirus and fear of fucking, you know, white supremacists and fear is just being rammed down our throats. Mm. And I think that one, we don't face our fears enough, right? I I think that's just a fact that, I mean, again, I'll say this and be pretty comfortable saying it. We've gotten soft. I mean, we're fucking pussifying, hence K-tip. Again, we got to come back mm-hmm. to that. And so would that make you that. more uh, afraid, you think? like Being a pussy? It, it, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, think being, I think being a pussy makes you more afraid. And like being like sheltered, let's mm-hmm. say, does that make you more afraid? Cause, oh, absolutely. Cause it, you know, that kid that like gets be- like beat up at school yeah. and bullied and shit, right? He's not as afraid. Like someone does that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, not like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. He's, right? he's, <laughs> like, he's a flinch, right? He's like, fuck, I've right. taken a beating. Because mm. I think after that, you realize, well, a beating isn't that bad, man. I can mm. handle that. I, 
I mean, think about it on the mat. Your your first real beating, right, that you guys have taken where maybe, you know, Tim has mauled you or I've mauled you or Ryan's mauled you. And after that, you're like, well, it fucking ain't that bad. You know, the next one is like you went an extra minute, you know, longer and they were even working harder. And you're like, oh, well, fuck, it's not that bad. You got to get that first one out of the way. But I think... I don't think people do that enough, right? And I think that um, we're letting fear control us and fear should be one of those things that I think can help us, can help motivate us, right? Mm. Um, so going back to the dragon thing, this is what I, what I see for myself because I've been thinking about this for a while. And sure, there's a lot of things that you'd be scared of, right? I mean, you know, um, I can think of any of a number of things that would be a scary deal, but to me, scary is superficial. Like that's just part of what you got to do. Right. But fears are those deep things that are like, man, that is because it's a feeling that is coming out of me. Um, and so when you were talking about the, the dragon, you know, being at the door. So for me, it's like for all the occasions that I've had that have challenged me, I've risen to those occasions, but I question whether, I can rise to the occasion when the occasion is really presented. Because when I look at the things that have happened in my life that were difficult, I'm like, yeah, that's not really that difficult. You know, it wasn't really that hard. That was actually, you know, especially from the hindsight mode, you look at it and it's like, that really didn't challenge me. If that's what it was for me to muster up everything and rise to the occasion, mm -hmm. that was anticlimactic right. then. Yeah. You know, and so I've trained every single day from the time I was like 19 now, um, barring a few days that I've been sick, but even on vacations and, you know, I consider snowboarding training because I'm not, if you guys ever go snowboarding with me, I'm not, we're not like hanging out, drinking beers and that kind of thing. You guys can, but I'm fucking <laughs> working, I'm riding, I'm, you know, hitting difficult stuff that's challenging me. You know, so I'm looking at everything as a mode to improve that. But when I look at what people have done in their lives, like you just look at, you know, like D-Day, for instance, mm. right? You just look at those guys, boom, that fucking front of that boat drops. Yeah. And there's Ryan. just, doo -doo -doo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're fucking, yeah. I don't know. Could you rise to that occasion? I mean... Right. Um, so, I have no idea. And so you never know, right? You never really know, though, right? Well, yeah. And so my fear, right. this, so this is going to sound weird, is that... That you won't one, do it? I fear... That you'll run away? Not, not necessarily <laughs> that, partially, but even more so that that experience will never come my way in life. That mm -hmm. just the place to... Mm -hmm. To challenge it, I don't but know couldn't if I'll you, ever see like, that. Couldn't you like stretch out? Like maybe some people have a D day, yeah, and then maybe other people have like a life. Sure, you know what I mean. And you could somehow just like elongate that view sure. to say like you could be doing badass shit and maybe rising to some occasion sure. or whatever. Um, but but I but I mean I think that like those things that are so close to death mm. that are so close to mm -hmm. peril that are so close to whatever mm. is going to be that place where you'll answer that question right you know like that fucking dude who cut off his arm mm. right and, and, a, that and stuck yeah whatever, and a lot of it. people said you know that he fucked up he made a lot of mistakes okay let's say let's mm. say he maybe, was a total did, yeah. you know like it, it was all in his fucking you know 
fault that mm-hmm. that happened. Mm-hmm. But when the fucking occasion presented itself, yeah. he fucking rose to that occasion. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big deal. So I don't know that it has to be as grandiose as D-Day, but that place where it's like, you know, you're at that most extreme that you've ever been. Mm-hmm. So Just the opportunity. So think, uh, that you somewhat welcome the, the, the chaos of what's happening nowadays, In, right? <laughs> well, again, but if you, if you welcome it, then Man. I think that, you know, you know, like, again, I'm not like a squirrel suit guy. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't interest me. Um, I don't know that I'm afraid of it. It's just, it doesn't seem like that's the thing that I want to be doing. That seems like you're putting yourself consistently in that. And then the odds game is just what it is, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's going to be a a time when something malfunctions Mm -hmm. and you're done. So I'm not talking about like that. What I'm talking about is that occasion that comes Mm -hmm. up that just is spontaneous not pre-planned and mm-hmm. you're so you're at afraid that, point, that 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 won't happen yeah that, that maybe that, that's passed uh, me up that maybe uh, that it won't exist for me uh, and then you'll always question could you have risen to the occasion right mm-hmm. at least for me that's so that's what i look at as my biggest fear is if i'm like 90 mm-hmm. you know and i'm still alive that's like a regret thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. would i have well it's a regret I have those. in I have those. Yeah. Uh-huh. wondering if you were good uh, enough strong enough yes yes uh, so i go through that all the time now enough. seeing it how like to me how i experience mm-hmm. that like uh can i make like a, a great piece of art or like can i can i you know do that path well yeah. And will it ever happen that I'm old and looking back and I'm like, like I watched The Wrestler yeah. the other day, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Great movie. You ever seen that? No. Um, what's his name? Uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey right? Rourke. Yeah. It's a Aronofsky movie. You know that dude made like Pie and no, The Mickey Fountain. Rourke, no, no. Uh, he like makes these like crazy like deep movies. Um, and he's like this old wrestler that had his, he's passed his time or whatever. That's kind of like the main theme of it. Mm-hmm. He's still a badass, right? Um, yeah, but he's broke and yeah, doesn't, you yeah, know, he's right. been beat up. And exactly. And yeah, so I fear that. Uh-huh. I do fear that I, I won't figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I fear that I won't make it happen. Right. You know? And sometimes I wonder if that's just my ego, too. Yeah. Like that I want to like be special and cool. Well, do don't this, you think you know though, I mean? that, like, <laughs> that goes back to that kind of first touch that we had in fear is that it also... We're afraid because you got to put it all on the line, right? I mean, yeah, this is yeah, what yeah, people yeah, yeah. have told and me. And I, I think I'm you constantly burn not your doing ships, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because there's always the a ships. fall. Yeah, there's totally. always a fallback, right? Because uh, if you feel it getting too rough, you can always yeah. fall back and say, "Well, yeah, I'm gonna." I think I do it all the time. Yeah. I think I do it all the time. Like I'm not making moves with art, for yeah. instance. Like I'm just like making it. I make uh-huh. it. I do the work, like somewhat. Yeah. But there's all this other work I'm not doing. Yeah. I'm not making those fucking moves. And now, like, you know maybe this is burning the burning ships or whatever like there is some money problems like happening yeah and i'm like oh you know i have a little buffer i'm like eh. yeah you know what i mean fucking catalytic converting <laughs> 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 and, and other shit too like yeah. the lessons drop off in the summers right and i'm doing more after i read that book i do like a cost how mm-hmm. much am i spending how much am i making every month whatever mm-hmm. i'm doing that more to try it because i'm like so unconscious like i've always just like I'm just doing my thing. I'm just yeah. playing guitar. I'm fucking, make, right. you know, I'm just doing whatever. Yeah. And, and somehow I make a living. Right. Like, that's how it's always been. And now, like, I'm seeing, like, things I missed. Like, kids want to go on vacation and shit. I don't got, you know what I mean? Like, we can drive somewhere and go, like, camping and shit, which is enough. But, right. but still, you know, I'm, right. like, seeing, like, ah, man, I'm missing some of this other stuff. 
And, and that is a fear I have is like yeah. not making that shit happen. Mm-hmm. Do you ever fear anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next Ooh. episode, Anna's fear. Oh, okay, yeah, Anna's, yeah. It's longer than a one-word reply. <laughs> Got a lot of time to think about it. Right. Well, yeah. what's yours while we're here then? Uh, I mean, similar to both years, but I'd say like, I mean, of course, I got the usuals of, like, don't want to lose loved ones and, you know, fucking, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, the deeper ones are, for me, it's mostly not wanting to, I don't want to give up, you know, um, just in general, like, with <clears throat> whatever it is. Any, it, I, I look at every situation as an opportunity to kind of test myself. It's It's, like... Even if it's a small thing, like I got to get the laundry and fuck done and fold it today, it's like I look at that as like if I don't get this done, then I failed that objective today. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like on a grander scale, it's like like with music, I've I feel like I've come so close every time to like breaking through this veil, and then I tend to kind of want to give up at a point. And and I just read this great. Uh, little piece from Jordan Burroughs last night and he was saying you know I think a a lot of people look at like either athletes or entrepreneurs or like these kind of business moguls just you know the the people that come to the top and think like um, that they had overcome the fear of failure and he said he thinks in most cases it's quite the opposite that we're that and I, I say weird as if I'm in that category but just like people that are striving for more tend to actually be more f- afraid of success because mm. when you hit that benchmark once mm-hmm. you hit that next level now you've got this pressure to keep up that that so same true, quality yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. and I and I know I've recognized that in myself over the last probably five years in fact it's like a lot of responsibility it it's is. heavy it gets like heavy yeah, yeah. Like the more in you go I, the heavier it is I yeah. just had this exact conversation yeah. with my mom probably about three months ago and it's because I'm trying to kind of bring music to fruition and podcasting and just kind of do all the things that I love and make them monetize but um yeah I was just telling her I was like I I think I'm I'm struggling more with the thought of actually succeeding at this because at least before when I was working for somebody else it was like Mm. okay if something goes wrong like I just go work for somebody else or it's like it's not really or if the business falls apart, it's not really my responsibility mm-hmm. to deal with. I can go somewhere else, you know, whatever, X amount of things. And, and this time it's like now it really, it, it solely relies on me. Like I can't, I can't make excuses if shit starts falling apart. I can't fucking put that buffer on, on anything else to be like, oh, this isn't my business. You know, like what I can't make excuses at this point. So now it's just accepting full responsibility and, and understanding that I have to a set that mark to reach and then I have to consistently try to keep improving it and um, I think my fears come of of not being able to keep improving so it's for me every day I wake up and it's like how do I get better today and my fear is I think my real fear is stagnancy mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. becoming stagnant in, I'm, in I, I really resonate with all that like today I was thinking you were saying it earlier what I think I have a hard time mustering is like real hope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I can like stay in the fight, but man, like it fucking gets to me. It breaks me down. Yeah. Like it fucking breaks me down. 
And it's like some days it's hard to keep that hope. You know, you have all those things you got to get done. Got you know, you're carrying all that weight, and and then life comes fucking. Whoosh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, and and sometimes like to have the faith in myself too. I have a hard time with that too. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be uh-huh. cliche, but like I yeah. think hope mm. relies on your ability to believe in yourself yes, like your ability yes, to yeah, uh-huh. say okay yeah i can actually do what i put my mind to yeah right yeah and and I'm, i mean i am taking it a little away from fear maybe i'm sure it's related somehow but that's just something I was, i've been thinking about yeah faith in yourself though like man because you know i'm scared of all those things that are inside of that process um and and what it takes yeah man to to stand up to it all and then, yeah, the thing when you're doing things yourself, then you do have to, like, believe that you, you can do it, right? And that, that thing gets whittled down for me a lot more than – I have maybe other pillars in my life that are stronger. But that one about me believing that I can fucking do it, man, that gets chopped down. Like, every time I have, like, a getting a fight with my girl or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, something happens that's, like, kind of dark, that thing gets taken out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get as much done that day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't follow – I don't – I'm just trying to get get these little steps. I, I lose track of like the long, the long uh, vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what you were saying, though. I mean, that's where, you know, you don't let, like you come back in to mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. and challenge it again. You know, why yeah. you're doing what you're doing or how you're doing what you're doing yeah. or whatever. I also think and sometimes, it keeps you in check. at least for me, I I've been thinking a lot about my own patterns, <laughs> and I think a lot of the time it's. I, I want to do what's quicker, right? What's easier. Not always, though. Like, it has to be efficient. It has to be um, productive. But I guess in one word is laziness as far as yourself sabotaging yourself, in part because we are lazy. I believe we have a lazy factor. I believe and so I too. Think I think there's like a gravity. We it's are just trying to pull you. Be lazy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull you down. A lot of people find oh, themselves fighting that or, you yeah. know, submitting to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I well, think okay, we all kind of have a lazy. Do you think, like, like, here's the thing. Now, I think, you know, people can have lazy traits. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, whatever that might be. But. Like, I don't think for me personally, lazy is something that I ever feel because I think lazy connotates a negative. Well, how about, but I don't, mean, yeah, I don't mean sitting on the couch uh-huh. and taking time yeah, off. So then I you're mean, taking lazy I mean, traits. I'm in. thinking about you look at, you, you set a goal mm-hmm. and you look at all the things that you know at least you have to try. Right. Plus the other ones that might pop up along the way. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, wow, that's a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think, oh, okay, I don't think I can actually do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can actually put up with this. And so you just limit yourself so that you don't have to see if, and that's the mm-hmm. kind of laziness yeah. that I'm talking like about. I think like sloth, like a bigger idea of like the, the wanting to give up and, and dig a hole yeah. and bury yourself in the ground and, and fucking turn brown. And so, die. yeah. So like you said, when it's, <laughs> we're too comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It, it comes yeah, yeah, yeah. from a level yeah. of Because you can, you can be lazy by working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, you can like work on the wrong thing mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, that other things hard. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, you know that's I'm mm-hmm. way more because I was gonna say I do yeah. those kinds of things. Right, yeah, but like I wouldn't ever describe like 
myself as lazy, but I would describe traits as lazy. Yeah. You know, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's that fucking mm-hmm. paperwork right. shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like it that, is uh, taking the easy way out because, yep. you know, again, I would, I'd rather get punched in the face ten times than attack this fucking stack of paperwork that has been sitting on my desk. That's Eric's version of the easy way out. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. That's funny shit. Yeah. Right. Well, it's been an hour and a half. Yeah. All right. Just so we know where we're um, at. Did like, you want to do a whole other one on fear? Yeah. I, I think uh, it's a good one to address and maybe peel back some layers. Um, you know, it helps, at least it helps me, like, identify those things. And it's like, okay. Um, you know, like, I don't. I don't ever see myself the hero, but I don't see myself like being at the door and then turning away, Mm, right? mm, I just see myself as being the guy who shows up fucking like 20 minutes after the dragon left and it's like, dude, you fucking (laughs) fought the dragon on your own. This sucks, right? Hmm. Just missing it a little bit. Hmm. That's like my... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, it is. You're missing out. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Missing out on the dragon battle. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're so curious. I wanted to slay the dragon. <laughs> right. Or at least, you uh, know, right. like be there. Be there. there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. Interesting. All right. What are you, aren't you the closer? Yeah, I said FOMO. Uh, FOMO. Mm, One yeah. word closer. <laughs> All right. All right. Later. Later.